0: Welcome back to another episode of BBP News. I am Chris Baker. Nick is off today. Like usual, let's get right into the weather. In Los Angeles, California, it is cloudy 69. In Houston, Texas, it is partly cloudy 80. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy 48. And in New York City, it is sunny and 61. You know, for th- I can't believe New York City is the only place that is completely sunny. Now Los Angeles is the warmest. But with it being cloudy. I don't know. It's just something about when the sun is out and shining. It makes it. Even if it's not warmer. You almost get the sense of like. It's a nice day or day out. You know it could be like 40 degrees. But the sun's out. And I'm like yay it's such a nice day. But New York City is the only sunny place. Um I don't live in New York City. But I do live a few hours away from there, and, um, I can tell you it's not gonna be sunny. It's supposed to actually be quite cloudy, and I do believe rainy, um, so that sucks. Yeah, I know right now it's not the greatest weather, and I know later on today it's not gonna be the greatest weather either, but, uh, looking at some brighter news, I had a pretty good weekend, um, Got a lot of work done. Um, I actually made quite a bit of food Saturday, accidentally. (laughs) I made, um, homemade chicken patties, homemade chicken nuggets, and a chicken parmesan soup. Um, I accidentally bought too much chicken at the store, so I ended up cutting it and making chicken patties and, um, chicken nuggets out of it. Which, it was really good, and then, um, I also made an apple crisp, which was even better, um, But right after that, I saw a recipe for you take an apple and you slice it in half, peel it, take the core out, and then you put a cinnamon bun on top of it and drizzle it on caramel and then put it in the oven for 10 to 15 minutes and then put a scoop of ice cream on it. That looked amazing. So I will be making that this week, and I will let you know Friday how it tastes if I end up making it before the weekend. But uh, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend, very busy in the sense of... um, Got it, getting a lot done. You know, I made a lot of food, but I also got a lot done for school and the podcast. Um, so it was a pretty good weekend, all in Illinois, and I'm ready for the week. And I think that's the first time in a while that I can actually say I'm ready for the work week. Ready for whatever comes to come. But uh, getting right into the news. Heated school board meetings, whether it is about the curriculum or vaccine and masks, have been all over our social medias, and now the Department of Justice has gotten involved. The Attorney General Merrick Garland has been grilled by Congress late last week in a one-page memo he sent to the FBI and State Attorney General on October 4th. The memo outlined the Department of Justice's policy to partner with federal, state, tribal, and territorial and law enforcement threats against school board members. The very first paragraph of the memo stresses every parent's constitutional right to gauge in spirited debate about school board practices involving their kids. With that being said, that does not extend to threats or violence or intimidation of individual individuals based on their views. The memo goes on to say threats against public servants is illegal and some parents and some lawmakers think the memo itself is completely uncalled for and will scare some parents into staying silent. This all came to debate from a letter that was sent to the president from the National School Board Association on September 29th. The very first sentence of the six-page letter says, quote, America's public schools and its education is under immediate threat. It goes on to say immediate assistance is required. The attorney general testified Thursday that, yeah, the letter from the school board association was considered when he did make the memo five days after that. The school board association has completely backpedaled since the memo and apologized for the letter for the letter after receiving a bunch of backlash from parents. In the apology letter, they did not withdraw from asking for help from the federal government, though. The president went all in and made a final deal with Democrats, totaling $1.75 trillion, and this is not the bipartisan infrastructure bill that is is a separate bill. This is the human infrastructure that was going to make investments into climate change and universal pre-K, among many other things. The bill is 2,500 pages long, and I am currently working my way through it now. What we do know is Congress is on recess until this morning, and they didn't pass either the bipartisan infrastructure bill or the human infrastructure bill. They are expected to pass both of them Tuesday, and you can come back Friday morning for exactly what made it into each bill, what the votes were, and if they passed, and if the vote was Tuesday. Um, Moving into a child tax credit news update, today the IRS added another feature to the child tax credit portal, and there is an important note that everyone who is receiving these monthly child tax credit payments need to be aware of. The new portal option starting today, you will be able to change your 2021 reported income. This is important because your child's age isn't the only factor that goes into whether you qualify or not. You also need to financially qualify and generally The IRS was basing your eligibility on your 2020 tax return. To receive the maximum monthly payment of the $300 or $250, your adjusted gross income had to be less than $75,000 if filing single, $112,000 if filing head of household, and $150,000 filing jointly. So if your income is over that in 2021, you don't qualify for the maximum monthly payment. And in some cases, you may need to pay it back. On the flip side, if your is less in 2021 than it was in 2020, and that now financially qualifies you, you now may be able to, eligible to get the monthly payment. They will be split into the November and December payments that are left, and if you want them, you need to make the change before midnight tonight. If you have been receiving these payments, you will get a letter a letter called 6419, and do not throw that letter away. That letter will document how much money you received from the IRS in the form of these monthly child tax credit payments. This letter will help you accurately file your 2021 taxes and do, and do the math so you figure out how much money you are still owed. Months after resigning, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo now faces a criminal complaint of forcibly touching a woman in the governor's mansion last November. According to the complaint filed by Albany County County Sheriff Investigator, Cuomo did intentionally forcibly place his hand under the blouse shirt of the victim. The complaint goes on to say specifically the victim left left breast for purposes of degrading, or gratifying his sexual desires. While the complaint does not name the alleged victim, the description of the incident closely mirrors Comiso's, the governor's former executive assistant's claim. An investigation by the New York Attorney General Letitia James accused Cuomo of groping and kissing and making sexually suggestive comments to 11 women. The former governor has repeatedly denied crossing the line. Legal experts say that the the government believes there is evidence, but the only witnesses are the victim and the former governor. So at the end of the day, it is he said versus she said. Now the police department needs to decide if they will bring charges against the governor. The governor's lawyer says the police filing is politically motivated and the attorney general of New York, Letitia James, announced last week she is running for New York governor Facebook has officially changed its name to Meta. Zuckerberg says he he's going all in on the virtual world. He is calling it the Meta Universe. The social media company platform won't change for now. Zuckerberg believes Metaverse is the future. He says he will get to the Metaverse with AR-capable smart glasses. Now getting into rapid news, Elon Musk is the first person in the world to be worth More than $300 billion. And Florida is offering $5,000 to police officers who don't get the vaccine and move to Florida. And Florida is suing the Biden administration over the vaccine mandate. Now getting into good news. Now I know I have deemed over the time that Nick is the good news king. And I am not trying to take away that title from him. But let me tell you something. I think I think I might be threatening his crown a little bit. I'm just going to put it out there. I think I'm threatening his crown a little bit. I think after this good news story, the crown might come to me instead of him. I might be the new king of good news for a little while until he tops the story. Which, in my opinion, I don't know if it will ever be topped. Um, so I might. Be the new good news king after this story. So getting into the story, on um, Kelly Ann's first date with her now husband Anthony, she wore a tactile dress so he could feel the dress. And if you're wondering why she did this, it is because Anthony is totally blind, and she wanted him to feel how the dress looked. On their wedding day, a few weeks ago, she wore another tactile dress embedded with woven cotton flowers and lace so once again he could feel how she looked. Quote, I've also said she's my eyes in this world, but for her to have a dress custom made so I could feel and touch it meant the world to me. A musician and motivational speaker, he goes on to say, I could feel her and I could feel she looked so beautifully. The couple actually met in 2018 and ever since then, the two of them have... Kind of learned how to live together. You know, she said she never knew any other blind people before him. So she learned to put bubble wrap and soft materials around sharp things. So he doesn't hurt himself. And then when it came, the big wedding day. She actually... You know, on the wedding day, it's kind of like... It's always like the girl's dream wedding. You know, that's what's always said. But on the wedding day, her and her mother actually planned the wedding specifically around him so he could get the most enjoyment out of it. They planned it for a specific location and a specific time so it was during the day, and the sun was starting to come down, because that was when he would be able to see shadows the best. And during the whole ceremony of the wedding, she kept on whispering to him, feel my dress, feel my dress, because he didn't know of that the dress was actually tactile. So when he found that out, it was a great surprise to him, and the whole receptionist was accompanied for him, so they made it so... You know, the poles of the tents were all wrapped in bubble wrap so he wouldn't hurt himself moving around freely. And the couple plans on moving and traveling all around the world and sharing their experiences and bringing more awareness to blind people all across the country. And to go one step further than this, she actually wrote him a specialized Braille A specialized Braille letter before the wedding, which Braille, if you don't know, is what blind people use to read. It's a tactile that they read with their fingers. And um, described to him the whole wedding ceremony and the scene so he would always remember what that wedding day was like for her and for him because as he says, she is my eyes. Now, I'm telling you. Right there, I just took the crown of good news. I am the new good news king. I think this is probably one of the best good news stories that has ever been told ever for us on our show. Nick will probably argue with me on Friday, but I'm telling you what, this is the best good news story of all time. And I think you all will agree with me. Anyways, that is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on BBP News Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news, so you are always in the know. Follow us on our personal accounts to see what we're up to, and check out Medium. We are always writing articles over there about other topics that aren't discussed here on the podcast, and some topics now that are actually discussed on the podcast. But until Wednesday, for a dumb law, see you later, everybody. Bye.